Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'd like to know where Lou Holtz is right now. Oh, I win. Google me. We're not hosting an intergalactic kegger down here. College football! Oh, yeah, fist pump on this hump day edition. Hump day! Sean and RJ on 105 through the fan. I love doing a random college kegger. And it's not just a college football kegger. It can be a college basketball kegger, too. It can be. It can be. Because we are a month away from the NCAA tournament. We are just three weeks away. From the conference tournaments kicking off. Boy, they get later and later every year, don't they? Yeah. Every stinking year they get later. I remember like March Madness ended, wait for it, in March. Wow. I'm old enough to remember those days. And now, now it ends third week, second week in April. I, I'm old enough. <laughs> just like it gets put back back and back. I'll tell you what I'm old enough to remember. I'm not old enough to remember that. I know Peyton's not old enough to remember this. I'm old enough to remember when the Super Bowl was played in January. Yeah, I have to. That's, that's amazing. That, that's still, I've not adjusted to that 20 years later I that kept, it's played in February. I kept seeing like uh, nonstop over the last couple of weeks, like, oh, this is the anniversary of Super Bowl the 24. And it was like January 18th. <laughs> What's going on here? What happened? What happened to time? Uh, but anyway, college kegger here. Did the Michigan Wolverines, Bobby, mm-hmm. change college sports forever and the answer is yes they did i mean isn't that what the uh isn't that what the ncaa found is that jim harbaugh and them were doing things that uh changed the game that they were not allowed to do yes. or are you talking about something else i'm talking exactly about that so the good part of the michigan sign stealing scandal is it does appear that they are going to bring headsets and helmet earpieces to the college game that's right the powers that be are meeting to decide if they should allow those items. So the way it happens now is you'll see a couple of things. Someone in the booth up top, the offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, on a headset will radio down to the sideline what the play call is. And then you will have a backup quarterback or something do the hand signs Mm -hmm. to the quarterback and the team will see it. And that's how Connor Stallions... Stole signs. Still, I don't believe that's a real name. I just don't. Fake name. It's 100% of a fake. Uh, that's how he stole signs, is that he, he watched. You'll see uh, other schools. I think Oregon was big on this during the Chip Kelly days. They would hold up signs that had, like, four pictures of animals or... Yeah, they became, like, memes almost. Yeah. Like, like right. it became, like, oh, what kind of funny stuff yeah. are people going to hold up on the sideline these days? There were... It was a, a fun aspect of college football, but... It is well past time for the headset. It is well past time. Other teams you will see put up a, uh, they'll hold up these big black sheets. They'll hold up these black sheets, and then they'll do the signs in front of it. And the thought is maybe that they're they're keeping the people from behind you to see that. Not being the least bit aware of that there's binoculars on the other side. 
where they're looking through. Yeah, but also it shows you where the play, where the players to look. The guy always wears a different color shirt than everybody else that stands out. So the players can pick them up. I mean, easy. look, we've got the pitch com system now, and, Dude, and we got they, they use that. Like, my this my is, kid's baseball team, he's fourteen. They use pitch com. This is the last bastion of what feels like just, you know, the the yeah, the, frontier. Messen- the messenger yeah. pigeon or whatever the, the pony whatever. express. Yeah, I mean, th- this honestly feels like yeah. the last remaining staple in big time sports. Of just, I mean, they're high school, high school football teams. Well, ha- a lot of them have headsets yeah, they and stuff. Do. And so, uh, they're also going to uh, talk about allowing tablets on the sideline for film watching. Right now, they get the old school uh, piece of paper, the sheet, the printout. They're um, looking over the uh, like the the little Xerox yeah, copies yeah. or whatever else. The state one staple in the corner. I By mean, the way, is- when you staple, do you staple uh, in line with the paper, or do you staple on a on a caddy corner on a diagonal caddy corner? Okay, so you do the corner, making like a little triangle yeah. on the side. Yep. You don't go straight across the middle. Correct. The front. Okay. That's interesting. Peyton, do you know? No, I'm straping down. Straping down kind of guy. Straping down? Yeah, so so sideways. So, so totally different than I didn't even mention straping down. Yeah, got to do straping down. It just looks better. Have you, you try it out. Try it out. See how you see it. 877 Are you straight up and down? Or are you left, right? Or are you on the diagonal on the staple? It's got to be left corner, the diagonal, right? The diagonal, yeah, the left corner. Diagonal is just easy for the flip. It is easy for the flip. Page. It is easy for the flip. So. I know some people go right side. I don't care for that. Oh, I, that, I, that's yeah. serial killer, man. No, I, I don't care for that. That's serial killer. Absolutely. Uh, so, anyway, tablets for that. It's a must-have, though, because of the mischief. Now, there's going to come. There's gonna be mischief with this, too. You know someone, you know, you absolutely know that when you go to uh, Auburn, that they're going to be tapped in. Someone there is going to tap into your frequency. I mean, how often do we hear about that? About oh, you know, we'll hear it in an NFL game. Like something was screwy going on with the headset around the Patriots. Yeah. We feel like oh, our, our headsets didn't work, so they had to take theirs off. I mean, I get all that, but you avoid the whole Harbaugh thing, which I the whole time I felt like the Harbaugh sign stealing thing was completely overblown, because to me it was everybody, everything you heard was that it was something everybody was doing. And it makes sense that that's it doesn't seem like it'd be that difficult to figure out. Like, I don't think you have to physically go there in person yeah. to figure all this stuff out. They do have sideline cams like they, that is on their mm-hmm. all 22 footage. So to me, I always thought that that was completely overblown. I know Mooney DeBear, one of our, uh, our, our our dear sweet listeners here, uh, Tolo Mooney. You call Mooney DeBear? I know I was tripping over my words. It's Mooney DeMare. I just was tripping over my words. I like but, the bear better. Uh, the bear. Sure. Uh, Mooney, I know uh, I know he's listening right now, and, and he's going to say that was overblown. Derek Holland, probably listening right now. Listen, saying, I'm, they're, they're, all, they're all cheating, but guess what? They got caught. What's, it's the, the old, Astros weren't the only ones cheating. They got caught, man. Deal with it. It's the Dizzy Dean line. If you ain't cheating, you ain't, ain't trying. trying. But ain't see, trying. here's the thing. I don't think – where I'll say the differences between Houston and Michigan is I think Houston was – cheating or, or, or st- trying to get an advantage in ways that were far advanced from what the rest of the league was doing. I mean, Michigan literally sent a guy across. To, he, they, they but sent, I don't think they're the only one. They sent him to stand on the Central Michigan sideline as a as a spy. Like, he wouldn't even – Michigan wouldn't even play in the game. I don't think that's – They got him into the sideline. I don't think that's out, as outside the realm of, you know, Houston putting buzzers on Jose yeah. Altuve's, you know – pecs or whatever or like banging trash cans or or, or whatever else I, I don't think that's on the same level okay that's fair i mean i'm not gonna i'm not gonna kill you on that one but uh that is fair uh you know where uh it, it just means more is in the sec 
And I'll tell you why. You, you've really, you and all the other SEC people are making me dread going. Well, you know what? Get on board, boys and girls. Get on board, Bobby Belt. No. You, you, are, you are one of us now. You are one of us. One of us. One of us. So there's this lawsuit that the states of Virginia and Tennessee are leveling, lev- levying on the NCAA. Uh, because they're saying the NCAA is trying to prohibit. So this, the NCAA came at uh, my school, Tennessee, for uh, paying the quarterback NIL money through the school. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Joe or, Milton? Or, what? No, Joe uh, Milton. Nico. Okay. Uh, his last name is I am, I, 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 I am a Liava. I call him I am a Believa. That's good. I like so I it. Am a, I am a Believa, baby. Um, but Solid. anyway, his management company says, no, no, that didn't happen. We paid him. And the school obviously pays them. So it's like there's a that's the workaround. And they winked. And they winked. The, and that's the workaround. But this is the amazing thing. Now the states are saying that the NCAA is trying to prevent these student athletes from making money on their own name. Well, why does it just mean more? Because outside the courthouse, somebody rented a crane and put a giant Tennessee flag oh right outside gosh. the courthouse, baby. That's how you roll. Go balls, baby. That's how we do it, boys and girls. Dude, this NIL stuff has become I I, I I can't stand the the NCAA. We've talked about this already has had, this has been such an aggressive, fast evolution for them that they've been forced to adopt in terms of just, you look at how fast and now they're having to embrace tablets and headsets and all this stuff that they fought against for forever. The NIL thing, they didn't get ahead of that the way they should have. If they would have just been ahead of it, they could have probably contributed to laying the groundwork for it. So uh, a couple weeks ago, they adopted new rules and this was from ESPN. They adopted new rules for NIL, and I just find this hilarious. The NCAA Division One Council voted to adopt new rules designed to help athletes avoid unscrupulous agents and unfavorable terms in name, image, and likeness contracts. Starting in August, the NCAA will provide athletes with standardized contract recommendations for NIL deals and aggregated data to help schools and athletes have a more realistic picture of the going rates for endorsement deals. So the NCAA, why would anyone at this point, with all that NCAA has tried to do to get in the way, why would they try? anything that they have to say on oh here are industry standards guys this is the money you should be getting right here no need to uh, look at anything else these are our guidelines these are uh, what everybody else is getting uh, and so this is what you should be getting uh, in terms of your money so negotiate deals based on this and our recommended guidelines and our what, what we say is the data that says you should be getting paid that I, I find the NCAA is collapsing so quick oh they are they're just trying to hang on to the last bit of power that they still have and that's just the reality of it they're creating a voluntary registry of credible and trusted agents that will be be based largely on feedback from athletes who have worked with them in the past. So they're also going to say, these are the agents you should work with. Yeah. These are the marketing guys you should, you should do. Yep. The, the NCAA is just trying mm-hmm. desperately to hold on to any sense of power. They're covering their desk, baby. Guard your desk. That's what they're doing. They're guarding their desk. Um, Yahoo Sports is a report out. That college leaders have told them that they have begun to explore serious changes to the NCAA tournament um, and the college football playoff. Now, part of this is because there's a report out there that the SEC and the Big Ten um, are, are not happy with the current format of the big of the 12 team playoff. They're like, yeah, now that the Pac-12 is folded, it's a Big Four, and it's really a Big Two because the ACC and the Big 12, you know, we've kind of poached all the good teams out of them anyway except Florida State and Clemson and you know you could argue there's a couple more teams like TCU was obviously just in it last year but they're like we need a guarantee of more than just two teams in like we're going to need basically half half to 80% of the final four of the final 12 
So they are talking about in the in the terms of college basketball expanding the NCAA tournament beyond the 68 teams that it already has. To which I say, are you insane? No. We've already got the we, we've already got the NBA expanding to you know, more than half the league. What, what, how many college basketball teams are there? One, like... Basketball, 330-something. Is, is it that much in Division One or whatever? Yeah, so I, if you break it down, it's like 350. If you break it down, there's actually a lower percentage of college basketball teams make the NCAA tournament than, like, NFL teams make the playoffs. Okay, I thought it was, like, 180 for some reason. That's, like that, college football is, like, one, what, ba- 120. College football is 120, but I thought basketball is 180. But either way, it doesn't need to be any more than... already. I already feel like it's too big now. It's too big. Look, I'm going to run down the uh, – like, so these are the basically the, the teams that are um, bubble teams right now. All right, bubble teams. Uh, TCU is a bubble team. Nebraska, Boise, Butler, Utah, Ole Miss, New Mexico, Nevada, Seton Hall, Cincinnati, Wake Forest. These teams are not winning six games in a row. There's, there's no chance. You, you don't – like, it's already big enough. Now, do you want, you want to tell me that – uh, the Patriot League doesn't need an automatic bid. Fine, I'm not going to argue with that with you on that one. But you know, you you, you want to have a secondary tournament for them. Fine, I, I think it's kind of cool that you let those teams in. The Power Five teams, like uh, you know, Colorado, like okay, they 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 got a good team. They got they got a, a really high pick. They're going to have one of the first five or six picks of the draft. But they don't need to. They're not. They they have not shown throughout the first you know, three or four months of the season that they can win a championship. If you can't win, what's the point of being in there? 469, this is the whole participation award theory. Leave it as it is. March Madness is fine. It's probably too big to begin with. I, I honestly think Now, I think it's way better than what it used to be. It used to be 32 teams, and you had to win your conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then, then they came in with conference tournaments, and it's like you could have a great year, be undefeated in your conference, and lose your conference tournament, and you're out. That stinks. That that, that shouldn't happen. You need to have a do-over. These are, these are kids still. Um but, and, and, and I want to make sure yeah. that they do, like you say, preserve the opportunity for some of the smaller schools. Like, we need Sister Jean. We, we need the Sister Jean, you know, effect within these games. That's that's how I look at this, Chop. Free lunch. Sister free lunch. <laughs> some vow of poverty she took just flying around <laughs> on private jets. <laughs> Cheat code. Yeah, yeah. Taylor Swift, uh, private jet tracker. Why aren't you tracking Sister Jean? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Why aren't you tracking Sister Jean? God. (laughs) You know, Andy Alberth, uh, Tony Romo's cousin, cousin. uh, goes sports guy. He said that's his favorite thing in the world is when he's listening, you start going off on Sister Jean. Oh, really? He he loves the bit. It's it's, it's his favorite bit. (laughs) I I, I have an old... Probably because it's not really a bit. It's something that exists. No, in your soul. I listen. I, I I like I like Sister Jean. Okay, I've just I don't need her on TV every fight. The kid, I, name me one player off that team. Name me the coach off that team. Yeah, I'll Porter Mosier is now at Oklahoma as the coach. Name me a player off that team. You can't tell me. Uh, the cameras panned to her more than the team on the bench when they went to the Final Four. Hmm, it's like we uh, just recently had something like that in the Super Bowl, chop. Okay. That is, comp- first of all, no. They went way more overboard on Sister Jean. And again, I don't care. She's a lifelong fan. I'm fine with it, man. I'm fine with it. But, like, she didn't need her own press conference. <laughs> she didn't need a press conference here, okay? Why am I getting into this? Speaking of press conferences, you can hear Mike Zimmer's introductory press conference today at 2 o'clock. Yes. On 105.3 The Fan. Yes, you can absolutely do that. It'll start off the G-Bag Nation. Hey, what concerning aspect of this team 
do we not give enough attention to? We're talking about the Dallas Cowboys here. The Is Dallas one? Football Cowboys. The Dallas Football Cowboys. What is that one aspect that we don't give enough attention to? If there is one, we'll talk about that next. Come up here on 105 Through the Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hawking puck. So find Robertson. Robertson's got some room and he'll score! Jason Robertson wired that one past Kochetkov. And Dallas takes a 3-2 lead. Canes TV with the call. Stars get the win. 4-2 over Carolina. Going to Carolina in my mind. Jason what? Robertson. Uh, that's a James Taylor song. Oh. Going to Carolina in my mind. You and Nadell, man. You're the two uh, James Taylor fans in town. I, I don't know that I'm a James Taylor fan. I just I know the music. I know the song. Very good. Very Boy, good. I, I know we've mentioned this more, and I've talked about how, how well Ottinger has played like over the last several weeks you know like just talking about how like good he's been and last night he had that great glove save robo's really stepped it up too robo's played yes. really well lately. yes yes man you brought I, I told you this earlier today like i was on with a uh another another radio station another city and they were uh well. at, they asked about uh you know the stars goalie situation like they got uh they know who they're gonna roll with and i'm like what do you mean i know <laughs> like you know I mean, it's a question, you know, you right? You, you, they said if you have two goalies, you don't have any. And I'm like, I, I think they're pretty solid on Ottinger, man. I'm just going to be honest with you. I don't know. We always Where said do you that, get this one from? We always said that about uh, the 49ers. Like, look, if you, if you have Joe Montana and Steve Young, you yeah. don't have any quarterbacks. You don't have any quarterbacks. Like, yeah. I, I think they know. I think they know what they want to do. Oh, well, just saying that one, but there you go. Uh, so, speaking of hockey, and I love, I love good coach beefs. And I love torts. John Tortorella. Oh, I thought you meant like tort reform. Uh, what is tort reform? I don't remember. I think it's like uh, insurance related or something. Oh, nice. Uh, he is the head coach of the Philadelphia Flyers, and he is in a good old media beef with Anthony Sanfilippo, which is a fake name. Um, torts, who, by the way, is a great quote. Been around forever. Uh, really good as an interview from like a conversational standpoint at the podium. Like 
whatever, combative too, everything. So this story starts about a month ago. And there was a situation in Philly with a prospect named Cutter Gauthier. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. And he told Philly, I'm never going to play for you. I'm never playing for you. Uh, He was the fifth pick in the draft in 2022. And finally, he was like, I'm never playing for you. Well, they didn't know why and what happened. And there was a lot of, like, secrets as to what really went down. Mm -hmm. There's speculation from some bloggers and only one real... I hate to say one real media member, but one like credentialed there everyday media member picked it up, and that was Anthony. And he so said, not fan-sided. It was not fan sided, but fan sided may have been a part of the original report. Like, you know, a lot of these, like, you know, like the guys on the internet, they, 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 their podcasts, their blogs, they come up with theories, they've got them. A lot of them you do really good and work. Sometimes they hit, and sometimes they don't. And there was a guy that was playing on the team named Kevin Hayes. And they and, and Anthony Sanfilippo made this report that other people had had in the you know that were again without access, said that he soured Cutter on the organization, and he soured the relationship between the guy, the player, and the team. So he has that report. So you go back to a month ago, and John Tortorella in a press conference brings it up. Is the guy here that? Caused Kevin Hayes a problem? Yes. You? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Do you think Kevin Hayes is going to do something like that? It's Any last questions? It, it just it pisses me off that, that you guys throw that around and affect someone's life. No, Kevin Hayes and I had a problem. Uh, we couldn't come to an agreement on how to play. That's a good man. That's a good man. And, and what you said... He's going to stay with them. It'll, it'll, that, that's what you guys don't understand. You say something, and you're going to sit there and say you have the right source. And I call He's He seems genuine. He, he seems, seems like genuine. this is wrong. Now, yep. here's here's what I'll say. And, Chop, I think you've probably experienced this too. You've known you, – you were around the Cowboys and, and, yeah. and in there every day. So, I'm sure you knew at times there were stories that were 100% true – that they, they just as emotionally yes. denied. Yes. Oh, yeah. And that happens every day. Regular. So All I would time. say, good. A- what, what are we thinking here? Good actor? Or or is he right? I mean, somebody got the report from somewhere. It's now, a, it, 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 these then again, generally don't start from nothing. They don't start from nothing. But remember, the Connor Bedard, Corey Perry. Yeah. <laughs> that was Barstool started that, wasn't it? Was that, I don't remember. But it was the same thing. It was people that it was non-beat reporters that yeah. were like bloggers and you know YouTube yes. guys that started that. So, like, you can't you, – you never know. You never sure. know. It could completely be false, and it could be true, and he's just denying it. He's just a good actor. Well, he may be a good actor, but, dude, that guy still holds a grudge because we are a month plus later, and this happened at the press conference – the other day with this guy, Anthony, trying to ask a question. He's an important guy that way. I know he scores on the penalty shot, but Morgan's on. I'm not answering your questions. <laughs> Come on, dude. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Good media. It's held up for a month. Torch is going to go to his grave with this. It's I, great. <laughs> it's funny. I, I will, love it. I, I, I won't say... <laughs> I'm not answering your questions. I'm not answering your questions. There we go. I, I, don't, like, I don't want to stir anything up, so I, I won't say specifically, but there was a Cowboys player this season and a reporter who the player told them afterwards, like, I'm done answering your questions. I'm not answering a question from you ever again. 
and, and was, it was very uncomfortable. It was after the media went, like, after the cameras went down. It was just like, done. Not doing this ever again. And then the very next week, they answered every question from, like, like I understand the heat of the moment. It's been a month. Yeah. Get over it, Dale, dude. Dale Hansen did this with Bill. Bill wouldn't answer his questions? No. He would not ask Bill any questions. When him and Jerry over the po- Jerry was on Jerry's at the podium a lot back then. Mm-hmm. And any football question, he would direct to Jerry and not Bill. He refused to ask Bill a question. And like there was points where he would ask him about, you know, like this play, that play, this linebacker, and Bill would start answering and Dale would go, No, no, Jerry. So great. Those two personalities. So great. All right, what uh, what do we have here? Yeah, so this is something that we were uh kicking around recently during one of the breaks, and I, I wanted to to take it to the Tolos, get some of their thoughts on this. Is there a concerning aspect of this team that we're not giving enough attention to chop the Dallas Cowboys? Because I think right now we say easily, like, you hear Jordan Love talk about the linebackers. It's easy to say, oh, linebackers got to be better. Dak's got to be better. Is there something that we're sleeping on that's like, this is an issue? And this comes up to me from the idea that Tyler Biotish made the Pro Bowl last year. And I think people felt like Tyler Biotish was pretty good. It was a sneaky thing that when you got to the regular season, the center position turned out to be a problem for you most of the year. And I think it really impacted your football team. So my question is this, is there something, and we can go to the truckrock.com fan text, 877-881-1053, 877-881-1053. Is there an aspect of this team that we don't give enough attention to? One of the answers we already got here, 972 says, how Jerry says he'd write a blank check, but it's not true. That that's something that we, we we don't give enough credence to the actions not matching the words. So, Chop, with the Dallas Cowboys specifically, is there anything that you look at and say, this is a problem, this is something that needs to be addressed now, and it needs to be treated like a priority, and it's just not right now? Yeah, the all-in comment. Le- linguistics? Linguistics. That That's the bit. That is, look, I mean, that, that Take it literally or not literally, I mean... I don't know, it's... Uh... Here's here's where I, I, I'm, I've got a slight concern right now, Chop. At times, Deron Bland could get double moved, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Stephon I mean, Gilmore. Young, Stephon Gilmore's a little older. Trayvon mm-hmm. Diggs is coming off of a serious injury, and you got safety play that wasn't necessarily up to par last year. So my question is: Are we too comfortable in the secondary right now for this Cowboys team? Are we not giving enough attention to? There need to be upgrades there. Yeah, I think this team generally, my biggest uh, problem with this team is that I feel they sometimes um, are scared to walk away from a good player. Yes. And, like, it's a salary cap era, man. Like, you've the Chiefs, I think, are, they're a tough example because Mahomes makes it a tough example. But, Mm -hmm. listen, he's in the league, so you got to use him. They they made they asked and answered the question. Would you rather have the best quarterback in the NFL or the best receiver in the NFL with a top ten quarterback? Yeah. Cause you could have Tua and Tyreek or Patrick Mahomes and nobody. And you take Patrick Mahomes and nobody. Yeah. And and Tua's a like Tua's a good player. Yeah, I wouldn't feel I wouldn't feel like I'm in quarterback hell with Tua. If you have Tua as your quarterback, you're fine, man. You're going to go to the playoffs. You have a chance to make a little run if you get home field and you have to go on the road. Like Tua's a really good player, and Tyreek is the best receiver on the planet. But they were not scared to walk away from him. Two they they traded him. The Cowboys 
are always all in because they never they never trade a player for a pick. When was the last time they traded a player for a pick, a high pick? It's a good question. I'm trying to think who the biggest player they've moved on from in recent history is. And, and there may be a blind and like, spot you know, that I'm just not people thinking People bring up Amari, but they gave, him, they gave him away. Yeah, that was not for a high pick. They gave up a high pick for him. It's interesting because I do wonder if at some point this – not to stir anything up, not to get anybody like freaked out, but I do genuinely wonder if at some point this gets tested with Micah because you've got Bradley like, – like when you look at the trading for Amari, trading for Bradley Chubb, the, the deals that get made for guys where you're like, that's a really good player. Why would you ever walk away from that? And you just go, maybe it's not a culture fit anymore. Maybe this isn't right. And I just wonder if that's bubbling at all. Where Mike is talking about like, we didn't have the right players. We need to go all in. Some things with the podcast or things like, I just wonder if at some point they just go, is this totally the the, the right fit for both of us? Or does Mike get frustrated and say, you're not doing enough. I want to go somewhere else. So go ahead and, and yeah. like make some out. I just think it's something that, is interesting and bears watching. Some of the answers we're getting on the truck.com fan text. 214 says Tank Lawrence is a problem, needs to pack his bags. I know a lot of people did not like the the answers that were given by Tank Lawrence after the season. 832, y'all forget what the defense was before Quinn, all the interceptions and turnovers. Zimmer ain't getting that production. Because there it does feel like people were pretty quick to push Quinn out of town mm-hmm. by the end. Yeah, they didn't like one game. And and people are excited, it seems like, for the most part about the Zimmer hire, but maybe that's something where you go, hey, you are not a calculating enough for a potential fall off on the defensive side of the ball. It's so. true. Uh, yeah. And, and, and by the way, people are bringing, and, and, and this is true. Like, like, you know, it's funny because the Cowboys, they got their dynasty doing two things. They don't do one is they traded a player for high picks mm-hmm. Herschel and they drafted a quarterback in the first round. Yeah. But they don't run overall pick. Like they don't do either one now. And that's like the, if any, they they know the formula, they know the formula, like or at least a formula to use. Like they if they they were serious, you know, you you could still be all in trading away a good player for a high pick. That doesn't mean you're not all in. Sure, not a salary cap world. Absolutely. Let us uh, let us cross talk. What are they called? The KNC masterpiece. That's what they're called. Next to the fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. It is crosstalk with the KNC masterpiece. Getting out of the big meeting today. You guys get to stay up here while we go to this big, big meeting. Oh, there's a meeting today? Yeah. It's a town no, hall, it's, right? it's, town it's, hall. It's, it's not like a meeting. It's, it's like a town hall. Like, it's a celebration of sorts. Well, it's, it's like a, a meeting. I mean, you're with other people in there. Eh, and you're celebrating. They give away awards and stuff. Peyton telling me Man. to check my email. 
That's I never win employee of the year. I, I don't either. This is the year. I know why. I hope I do. I, uh, <laughs> I actively probably going to go to like Carter or somebody. Because Jason Barrett votes on it. Oh man, he does yeah. not. He's not the as main voter. I did say some stuff to show. him at the media you'd party. Think he'd like you because really you're a like fan Jason of his son Barrett. RJ. Yes, I would. Think RJ that. Barrett. Yeah, and his godfather Steve Nash. We're a big fan. I'm a big fan of Steve Nash. <laughs> so this morning, Lucy and Adrian are up in uh, up in Cleveland right now doing a a study of her brain, and. Lucy said, do you want me to bring anything back for Valentine's Day? And I said, well, y'all are coming back tomorrow, so. Oh, but you did not say that. Today's only Valentine's Day. And and she said, and I was like, but just make sure you bring your mom's heart back. And she said, I can't take her heart out of her chest. And I was like, oh, my, this is a whole new (laughs) can of worms. And that got me thinking, Kevin, Mm -hmm. because we were discussing this. I'm not an organ donor. I am an organ donor, and the reason why Corey <laughs> said- How do you know right if you now, are or not? not. Well, they ask license. you. They yeah, ask I'm you not. whenever you get your license, and, and why you, not? you say yes uh, or no. Why not? Uh, I mean, like, Lucius has talked about this before, I think, that the idea is that, like, uh, they're going to be like, do we really want to save this guy no. when we're out here his organ? That's what Corey said. <laughs> when, I was, when I was turning 16, my best friend Cody at the time, he told me, he was like, hey, do not donate organs because if you get terrible. in a wreck and they're like kind of on that place, they will let you die. And no, they won't. Me. And I was like, oh my. So Prove since it. then, dude, dude, I'm dead serious. It. If they need, if they need like a liver or something like that, yeah. and it's or I'm like, not. man, we got we could use liver here. Like, need, why would they let this person that? die to the give people one in the hospital person a liver? They do, they don't know that. A they, lot of times they get shipped to like Kansas City or something as fast as possible well, I don't after know about death. The, like my, they, my, so the person in Dallas my, working on you doesn't know who needs a organ in. But they know the my, needs of the many outweigh the needs of the one. Shut up, Spock. My uh, my my <laughs> mom's that. husband. I don't care for that kind of talk. My mom's husband is currently waiting. You mean well, he's dad? on the waiting list? No, uh, I I never lived with him, so um, I, I love him, but. He's currently waiting for a liver transplant. He can't be an, uh, further than an hour away from the hospital. Really? Oh, for real? Like, they can't go on vacations. They're just, oh, he's been waiting no. for, you know, since this November. And they said can't be any further than an hour away from the hospital. Yep. So, he can't. Yes. But why can't the organ get on a plane and fly? Yeah, well, maybe maybe you're right. You're, or yeah, fly into into Dallas and and, and bring. So it here. you see them carry like the little cooler or whatever. Well, yeah, the that, thermos, that just, the that thermos just, cooler. That, yeah. that, that not the one that even opens, it just slides. Yes, <laughs> that, yeah. just, that just drives home the point even more then. Because you're not even limited to Dallas. You go, they could use uh, livers all over the place or yeah. kidneys all over the place. We can use all this stuff. I don't know how. You yeah, do I don't not know that think first. that. I mean, they'll just, just let you die. I'm just saying that's something they've said. Not that's, that they'll let you, but that they'll be like, eh, like, I mean, eh, hey, how much can we really do here? Yeah, we got this one. Hold on. Uh, so your contention is they won't let you die, but if you're borderline, they'll be like, hey, we could save like four or five people with this guy. Yeah. Stop <laughs> it. You do not think that for real. Mike sincerely disagrees. He's over here shaking his head, just like disgusted. I just don't. I just don't think that you sound like a moron. I know there's, there's levels of doctors, right? I mean, everybody gets a degree, but some make C's and some make A's, and some are good doctors <laughs> and some aren't great doctors. But 
But I would true. say that yeah, there's always a last place in medical somewhere school. Somewhere in the yeah, world, somewhere. you have the worst doctor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just do. Yeah, there's Shohei Otani out there, yeah. and then there's Austin Hedges right. out there. Five, five, oh. five seven five makes a good point, Bobby. You don't have to worry about them taking your liver. Austin Hedges, is yeah, that's a good ass point. That is a good point. They're not going to want mine. And I know that there's stories out there of doctors that have intentionally killed people, and yeah. if they get caught, they go to prison for life. But it's very, very rare. I just don't think that there's doctors out there that are like, hey, let's just kill this person. Not kill, yeah. but like how much elbow grease do I how, how much effort do I want to give when it's twenty eight to three? Oh my god. Oh, Bobby. Yeah, I look I am not a regular, but I, I I'm not against it. What uh what do we have coming up? Oh Show man. Today? More of that. Did you just leave that on a neutral plane? You're like, I'm not an organ donor. I'm not against it. Not but. against it. I, I, look, if, if somebody went into my license. <laughs> and, Stuck a sticker on there? And put the sticker on there, fine, whatever. I just didn't I didn't put it on there. I don't know what to do. Okay. I don't. It's It they is do what it, it is, man. Yeah. I don't think there's a sticker yeah, anymore. No, it's, is it's, that it's, a sticker? It's, on the license. It looks it's like, like that, but it's part of the license. Like I said, I have no yeah, idea. It's a heart in the bottom right-hand corner. It says right next to my eyes. They left an E out, but my eyes are blue. It says, and then you have a heart now. Your eyes let's really know blue. that you'll, you have a heart problem. Yeah, and then it just says heart heart donor. There you go. So I'm just a heart donor. Right out of the gate, pitchers and catchers report yes, for the world do. champion Texas Rangers. That's why, that's why Rangers. Sean uh, is off the show. He's just depressed that he can't talk about his football anymore. <laughs> I watch more football Is that directed than at me? Anybody. I'm not on their show. Yeah. Uh, we get into Stars action at 1020, and then at 11 o'clock, the Mike Zimmer checklist. I really enjoyed uh, the the Bobby block this morning. Uh, as y'all oh, were, thank you. As the B block. Were, yeah, the Bobby load. As y'all were discussing the um, <laughs> the Mike Zimmer connection to younger players. I I, I want to dive in on that conversation more because I think it's very interesting. So, like, what do you need? Do you need to be able to pamper guys? Yeah. Or do you, you do. need? Does this team need some toughness and a kick in the ass? And does the owner? Need to from the top quarterback. pass that message down. Yeah, all these problems. Like we're just trying to all these problems we have. Every year we go through this. We scapegoat somebody else. We keep scapegoating, scapegoat, scapegoat. You just get a new quarterback, whatever. What else is coming up on the show? Chief Corey? showed you the formula. <laughs> When's Jerry the owner going to fire Jerry the GM? You know well, that's not going to happen. You know better than that. <laughs> you know better than that. Look, I. I do think that there is still the approach of like, do you parent all your kids the same? Like, do you have the same approach with each one of them? Do you do this or that the same? Like, like I think that that angle absolutely still applies to coaching 53 players. Like, some of them do need the arm around the shoulder. Some of them need, you know, their butt kicked. Some of them need, you know, it could fluctuate. Sometimes you need this. Sometimes you need this. So does that still play, though, in this? Because, like, the last time Zim coached, it was a completely different world. And is it up I mean, to the coordinator to decide what that player needs or is the player going to try to decide what they need i, I think I the mean, coordinator's I, right there in the mix yeah i think like the coordinator has it. to know he'll be fine the win their 10 or Stop 11 it. easy games yeah, get hammered in Stop the playoffs it. in the first round and Stop everybody's it. good like, At 11 I, mike will this, not be talking the story's Bobby, already over you 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 said it like yeah like there's a lot of players in the league but with zim that he just coached the league a couple years ago this league is a completely different league than 2 years ago shoot half the players are First, second, third year players in the league. Yeah, but I mean, also, like, you got to remember during his time away, he was at Jackson State. Like, he went to Jackson State. He was around the NIL kids. He's very involved with Dion. Dion is used to these new players. Like, I mean, I think he's been around all that. He just coached in 
one of the college all-star games. I think it was the Polynesian Bowl. He, yeah. he had been in that. So, I mean, he's been around these players. Was he, uh, he was an advisor to Jackson State? Or was mm-hmm. he actually yeah. a DC? But he, you know, he's an advisor, but he was around the program. So, yeah, I, I was like, I, I, I was wondering if he even actually went down there. I think it was an, I think it was like defensive analyst or something like that was his title there. It's interesting because I, don't, I, I guess it's because it's a different decision and the pay is not as, like, the players have more power. Because you go in the military, nobody's putting their arm around you and saying it's going to be okay. You have one one choice, and it's just to follow and be be part of that team. And they convince everybody to do it. So it's just it's the level of power that the players have within an organization within the league that make gets to decide that because those players have more power than coaches a lot of times because they make more money. So so like to be able to kick somebody's ass and get that culture straight, you really have to have support from the top all the way down that. No, it's not. It's not the players that are going to run this. It's going to be this, or you got to understand where the organizational structure is. And here, nobody knows. And how many people call the GM Will McClay? You know, like nobody knows who's in charge. And that's a that's a that's a mm-hmm. problem for sure. Mikey, you excited about Wemby? What about him? He's coming to Dallas, man. Oh, to play here? Yeah, it's fine. Like I've said, it's it's always the best. Your first two years in the NBA, nobody cared about Luca, as in like this dude. Is awesome. Yeah. And then third year, it's like, what the f's wrong with you? Start winning games. Like he can't win a basketball no. game. It's great, and I'm not taking anything away from him. But this is the honeymoon period. You get two years of losing fifty or sixty. They're going to lose sixty games this year. Mm-hmm. And there were people that told me, Wimby's coming to this league, and the Spurs are making the playoffs. I'm not saying the real playoffs, but like they would be a playing team. They're about to lose sixty games, and maybe it's intentional in a way, but. I just look at it and go, yeah, it's impressive what he's doing. The triple-double the other day with 10 block shots. But when do we get, and I think it's year three, that we stop going, aren't those awesome numbers? Hell, Luka puts up 73 points, and Kendrick Perkins is like, I don't care. I don't think it should happen. He's white. You know, like. (laughs) (laughs) When, When did it happen for LeBron? Was it like three, three or four? I thought it was year three. I think year three is when we take all the the shine off the rookie and the he's doing these things and go, I don't care what his numbers are anymore. Win a, win games and win the championship. I mean, and then he went to the finals, right? Is year four, oh seven. Yeah. So was he oh three or four draft? He was like three draft. So it was four or five, fourth or fifth year in the league. Fourth year. Yeah, fourth year he made it, got swept. And then I still think even making it that season was incredible with that team. It was, but I mean the East was kind of yeah, bad anyway. I mean, he was going I mean, who who was the best player you went through? Gilbert? Yeah, Chauncey Billups and Rasheed Wallace and Ben Wallace. Yeah. And I mean, took, I just it, look it at it a, as I always say this. The Mavs made it two times. Because from 1998 to 2011, the Spurs and Lakers made it to the finals every year except for the Mavs in 06 and 11. That shows how tough it was in the West. Yeah. There were two dominant teams. Yes. And the Mavs were able to break, break, break through. If you put the Mavs in the East, like the Dallas Cowboys. Half a dozen times. They would have made, he would have, Dirk and Nash would have made the finals probably five to seven times. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if they would have. They wouldn't have won the championship. It would have been tough against L.A. and San Antonio. But they would have won been, one or two. I bet. I mean, I think dude, so. Jason Kidd went with Kerry Kittles. Yeah, like yeah. twice. Yeah, and Kenyon Martin. And Kenyon Martin. And Kenyon Martin got hurt for one of them. That's all you need to know is like they, that. That's how easy the East was. Yeah. You you could have Allen Iverson and who was the second best player? Larry Hughes. Tried to Kimbe d- defensively. Theo Ratliff. Theo Ratliff. Eric Snow. 
Eric Snow. Yeah. Come on, man. Aaron McKee. Yeah, oh, honestly. Man. Yeah, Aaron McKee. All right, KMC Masterpiece coming up next on The Fan. <coughs> Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.